All right, this is Brent Leary, and with me today is Amir Elagizi, CEO and co-founder of CrateJoy. Amir, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Brett. So before we jump into this really interesting conversation we're going to have around subscriptions and small businesses, maybe you can give us a little of your personal background. Yeah, well, I've uh, been a lifelong entrepreneur, so I actually dropped out of college um, when I was 20 years old to start my first company. I ended up running that company until about 2011. I sold that company to Zenga in 2011, and I worked at Zenga as a CTO of a division for a couple of years, left left Zenga, and ultimately founded um, Crayjoy with one of my co-founders from the, from the previous company. Um, and Crayjoy is a, a Y Combinator-funded uh, startup. We are about um, two years old at this point, and we're a subscription commerce platform. So we make it really easy for people to start their own subscription commerce business. So I, I know that you're familiar with this model, um, but for people maybe less familiar, you can think of things like uh, Plated or Birchbox or a Dollar Shave Club. Um, we make it easy for a non-technical person who hasn't raised millions of dollars in venture capital to actually start a business using that subscription uh, commerce business model. Maybe you could tell us why the subscription business model is so attractive, particularly to uh, entrepreneurs and startup kind of folks. Well, I mean, the subscription business model is is the business model, right? Um, it completely took took over the software world. It's literally ludicrous to sell uh, to sell software on anything other than a subscription basis right now. And the reason that it's that way because the subscription model is so much more powerful than the transactional model. Every single month you know how much money is going to come in. It's roughly the same that came in last month plus a little bit more as you've gotten um, new customers. And you know, as a, especially as a, a founder of a, of a new company, trying to predict what your sales are going to be in three months and, and ordering all the inventory and making sure you're ahead of that um, is almost impossible. Whereas the subscription model, it's it's quite simple, and you get this predictability that comes with the revenue. So you're not, you know, opening your store and you get three thousand dollars in sales one month and nothing the next month, and then twenty thousand dollars in sales a few months later, and you've really got no predictability of your life, um, and you can't really plan for anything. Um, with subscription business model, every single month you're getting that same recurring revenue, and it makes it easy for you to to fit this um, into into your life, and it's sustainable. It, it keeps coming, as opposed to a you know a, a transactional business where you're just selling things online. It can it can just go away, and that doesn't really happen with subscription businesses. You know, uh, the the customers stick around. It's, it's not like that just one month every single person cancels. Um, you can be you can be confident that the thing that you've created. Um, will actually last. And the cool thing about it is once you've created a subscription that works, um, nobody can really take it away from you. Like, you know, when you got somebody subscribed to your to your store, they're not necessarily going to be out there Googling around, where do I find a thing like this? Because they're already subscribed. They're getting it from you every single month. Whereas if somebody's just buying, say, hot sauce from you, and they come back when they're out of hot sauce, well, every month they're out there Googling, like, where do I buy the hot sauce? Um, and every single one of those months they're, do, 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 they're doing that. That's an opportunity for somebody with, you know, higher AdWords ranking or a bigger ad budget to, to take them away. Whereas on a subscription basis, that guy's not Googling anymore. He, he's locked in. So it's a really defensible model. So it just creates much, much more powerful businesses. Um, and that scales from the low end to the high end. It's the same reason Microsoft now offers, you know, Office as a, on a subscription basis. That 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 business model is, is is fundamentally just more powerful. So, 
when you think about somebody creating a new business, maybe they're coming from the uh, traditional business background model and traditional business background thinking. What are some of the things, the important things that somebody coming out of a more traditional business model, they need to be aware of, they need to, to take into consideration as they think about and even begin a subscription business? Well, so I think one of the most challenging things about uh, starting a subscription business, especially if you're somebody who has read a lot or has actually run transactional businesses before, is understanding the importance of, of retention or, or churn is, is what people call it. And that's the percentage of your customers um, that you lose every month, essentially. Um, and that, that metric is not really existent in, in transactional businesses. You don't really optimize for you know, your churn or, or your retention. I mean, you might optimize for, you know, repeat buyers, um, but for the most part, the thing that people optimize for in transactional businesses is conversion rate. You know, like what percentage of people click the big buy button when they visit my homepage, right? And yes, conversion rate matters in subscription to a point. You know, you need to get some people through the through and actually purchasing, but the thing that really, really matters more than anything is churn. You have to keep your churn really, really low. There's actually a mathematical mathematical cap on the number of subscribers and therefore the number, amount of revenue you can make um, if you, you know, based on your churn. Um, so if you're churning off 20% of your subscribers every single month really doesn't really matter what your conversion rate is because your user acquisition costs are going to eat up all of your money and you're never going to have a very big business around us. So it's, it's a mindset shift from a I'm trying to get as many people to click buy as possible um, um, mindset to a mindset of I'm trying to make sure as many people are extremely happy with my offering as possible. Um, and, and, and it's more of a relationship uh, and less of a transaction, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Uh, when uh, you look at traditional things around, you know, customer acquisition and customer retention, uh, when you look at starting and, and growing a subscription-based business, how is it different? How is customer acquisition strategy different uh, when you're doing a subscription-based company versus a transactional-based company? Ah, well, this is this is where it starts to be really interesting. When you have a subscriber base, especially if it's a big, happy subscriber base, your biggest customer acquisition asset is your subscriber base. Um, because every single one of those happy subscribers is somebody that you talk to every single month, and every single month you have another opportunity to say, hey, delighted customer, why don't you tell your friends about how awesome this subscription is? Or why don't you come write a review? Um, or why don't you, you just, just tweet out the, the, that you just got your box. Or if you, your product kind of came in the mail, take a picture of you opening it and put that on Instagram. So your, your, your actual subscribers are your biggest customer acquisition asset. And, and the cool thing about it is as your business grows, that asset becomes more and more powerful. Um, and because you're having those frequent interactions with them, you can, you can really, really maximize um, the value you get from, from those subscribers as opposed to a, you know, a more transactional business um, your brand certainly builds over time in a transactional business, and yes, your purchasers, you can email them, but there's not a reason for them to be interacting with you every single month. So a lot of the time, if you're emailing them a lot, you're just bothering them, and, and that's not a positive interaction. They're not going to tweet out to their friends because you bothered them a lot, right? <laughs> um, so so the, the customer acquisition strategy, although there's you know, the same, the same stuff applies, right? Like you have to run ads or optimize your page for conversions at least a little bit. Um, the, the big difference is the, the asset you've got in your subscriber base. When you think about the uh, kind of the resources that go into 
acquisition and retention, uh, do you put more effort and resources and thought into retention? Because uh, you see a lot of companies seem to be focused mostly on customer acquisition. Uh, but do you think as a subscription business you put the same or maybe even more interest and effort into retaining that customer? I, I think the answer is yes, but I'd like to hear your answer. Yeah, the answer is absolutely yes. I mean, look, you have to have enough customer acquisition such such that people are coming through the door. Um, so you have to have a flow because you can't retain nobody, right? Um, so you have to have at least some amount of customer acquisition. Um, but if you you know if you're pouring water into a bucket and your bucket's got a bunch of holes in the bottom, like you're never going to fill that bucket. And and as soon as you start, as soon as you've kind of got the water going, meaning you're getting at least a few customers every single month, um, you should be concentrating on on making sure there's no holes in the bucket. And if there are holes, plugging the holes in that bucket before um, before you pour any more water in there. And the cool thing about it is. You know, if you nail your retention, if you get your product to a good point, if you get your customer experience to a good point, if you really have a healthy relationship with a bunch of satisfied customers, you can always invest more in in, in customer acquisition. But if you don't, if you don't nail retention and you have a high conversion rate, um, it's really hard to come back and fix that product or fix that customer experience um, because you end up on this treadmill of needing to acquire more and more customers to to keep the water level in the bucket at the same level it was last month. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. And the last thing I want to get your thoughts on, and I think, once again, after hearing you talk about the importance of retaining customers, talk about the importance of uh, the customer service model at the beginning or the creation of the subscription business model. How important is it to have that model worked out in order for the subscription business to take off? I mean, it's it, it underpins everything. I mean, not not just uh, not just retention, but you can actually think about think about it this way: the the cheapest customer to acquire is one that you didn't lose, right? If you lose a customer, then you got to go pay to get another customer. Um, that's 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 really bad. That's that's you you both lost revenue and you had to pay out, so you've you've kind of like double double tapped on on getting back to where you were, net zero. And the key to key to high good retention is. Is great customer service. When somebody emails in and says, "Hey, you know, I'm going to be out of town for next month. Can you just skip that month?" or, or "Hey, you know, I think you guys sent me the wrong shipments," and, and you respond, and you can turn that into like a really positive situation for them. They're going to stay subscribed. But if if they every interaction they have with you is is a complete waste of their time, they don't they don't get responses. They're going to cancel because it's easy to cancel, and they're not going to tell their friends about you and all these these other things. So, uh, customer support is is a really really big piece of this. The big difference between a transactional business and a subscription business is that in a transactional business, the person really is probably only going to come around once or maybe twice if you have like a really high repeat order rate, um, but. In a subscription business, you're going to see them by definition over and over and over and over again, and you're going to have an opportunity to, to impress them every single time. You're in a relationship. It's not just a, a one, you know, they come in, you ship them the thing, and then they leave. Every month, they're going to be coming back if you're doing a good job. So it's really important to understand that from the beginning um, because everything follows from that. You, that's where you get high retention. That's how you get happy customers. We had a great conversation with Amir Eligizi, co-founder and CEO of CrateJoy. Amir, where can people go online to learn more about what you guys do? Uh, CrateJoy.com.